Uh, what's up, y'all? It's your girl from the 214. Um, we have gathered here today to talk a little bit about Muslim life on campus. Um, so we're going to be spilling the tea, and um, now I'll hand it over to my colleagues. Yes, indeed. Um, so we're doing this podcast as part of Oak Wednesdays, and what we do is try to make content that um, is for minority students and marginalized groups on campus. Um, and today we will be um, talking about Muslim life on campus. Um, we are here today with two other um, Muslim students. All of us right now in the studio are um, of, Muslim, of Muslim faith. Um, yes. Um, go ahead. Um, so let's jump right into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Let's bring up the fact that we don't have a space on campus. Um, I just want to like hear you guys' opinions, and I'll also like give my own. Um, so, what do we like think about this fact? Um, well, I guess I mean, I th- like it's definitely upsetting, and it's very noticeable that in terms of like how like the Muslim community like organizes itself, or pro- like it's it's sort of like I feel like even on the year to year, how strong the Muslim community is mm-hmm. can sometimes depend on like who has a dorm that they're willing to offer for gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I mean, it's also upsetting that I think it's very much linked to like donations and like the fact that like we don't have like, I mean, like sort of like we don't have like wealthy Muslim donors mm-hmm. to like fund spaces. And so f- therefore the school itself is not going to fund spaces. Yeah. And I know they're out there too. Like the fact that we're 300 students on campus and we can't have a place to congregate, like the only space where we praise Jumar on Friday is literally shared with like three other gospel groups. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't think people know that. Like. Um, I had a friend to me the other day. She said she watched the video on Muslim Life the other day. And mm-hmm. she said, how many Muslim students are there? And I'm like, about 300, 400. And she's like, wait, that's as much as the Jewish community. I'm like, Isn't that crazy? I did not that's know that a at lot all. Of oh my God. I'm pretty sure there's more. That's what I thought too. But she is Jewish and I think she would know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was shook when she said that to me. And she's like, wait, we can get a petition going or something about the school creating a center for you guys. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, like that? Okay, I was I was trying to. Okay. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Okay. No problem. Thank you. I know you're fine. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's news to me too. I didn't realize that um, the Muslim community was that large here because the way that you see it because of the fact that we don't really have a space is it's just kind of dispersed and um, a lot of the events and the congregations have never gotten to that size of, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of students showing up because simply the spaces that we're in are so small. Yeah, like I think this space is extremely important because if you don't have a space, how is everyone supposed to come together and form one like unified community? You know what I mean? I think people don't like give enough port- importance to the fact that you need a place designated for you. Um, this could go also like tie into the calf as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, y- like the importance of space where people can congregate without like being scared to practice their faith in this mm-hmm. case is so important. It's so important. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Like the fact as to why, like. Yeah, I also, like, am, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Like, is it because of Muslim donors or is it because, you know... Of more just, administration. Exactly. Like, are we not given 
enough like worth or enough like thought well i mean you shouldn't have like you shouldn't need muslim donors to have muslim spaces like it shouldn't be like like you get you you need like 10 million donate like 10 million dollars specifically for muslim students like the Mm -hmm. school should accommodate if like if the school if the school profits off of us by marketing diversity and like talking about how like diverse it is and then it's like oh but you know once you're like once you're here like we're not going to try and accommodate you as much as like you definitely should i mean that's On the topic of, like, diversity, like, I already mentioned this in the... (laughs) Well, okay. Basically, I was put in, like, a place where I don't really see any other Muslims, and their excuse was, we need to diversify the place. And, like, I just think that if you want to promote diversity, at least give Muslims on campus, like, a building. You know, I don't think that's too hard to ask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, like, like bullshit. I mean, like, first of all, like, white people are so scared of, like, self-segregation. And it's, like, even though white people hang out together all the fucking time... (laughs) And it's like second. Second of all, like if if you're like if you're using us, like if our demands and our needs stand in the way of your diversity, so called, then you're not accommodating diversity. Okay, like facts. I mean, you're you're. It's just that's. Like, you, so you can't say we can't accommodate your like diverse person needs because we need more diversity on this campus. Like that's what does that even mean? There is a difference between diversity and inclusivity, one hundred percent, and I think. Um, while we do have a, like we're all students like we're all a very diverse student group but do all of us feel included no nope. nope um yeah i will say that um princeton has definitely had a long history of um a lack of diversity and it's like there are several steps and this is going to be a long process before um before the entire community will feel that sense of inclusivity and diversity. But um, I will say, though, that there is progress. Like, mm-hmm. there's been progress. If you compare us uh, when we become alumni compared to the alumni from 15, 20 years ago, um, was there the was there a prayer space in Murray Dodge? Was there an, an, a space for um, for Muslims? Was, was the Muslim Student Association, like, as tight-knit back then? Um, So I will say there's a long way to go, but there is progress along the way. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really thankful for the fact that we have, like, a uh, Muslim chaplain. The imam has been really supportive and kind. For sure. Yeah. My my only problem is, like, even though there's been progression, it's, like, extremely slow compared to the fact that, like, other groups have had really fast um, accommodation. Like, why, why are we, like, you know, why are we the ones who have to wait this long, you know, mm-hmm. for any kind of minor change. When, like, uh, everyone else pushes for something and maybe they don't even push and it's just established for them. I'm just saying. No, no, you're right, though. Like, there is progress, but, like, we have, like, three churches. Like, a we ju- have a whole CG- CJL. CJL. Mm-hmm. Like, and someone mentioned the other day that the nearest mosque is, like, what? 20-minute drive. 20-minute drive. It's literally, like, you need a car. Like, you, you need can't a car. Walk. Period. <laughs> oh my god! It's so crazy to me. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. T. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like this campus, like w- values change, but it, it values like change on its own terms, like mm-hmm. sort of for like for its own benefit. Like yeah, and like w- like five years ago, when I, I can't remember what the student group was called, like but like Black Students for Justice, like had their like mass protests, and like like what happened? Nothing. Like mm-hmm. I mean, there were like a couple like you know like appeasement changes, but I mean like this campus only like like it, it has its plan. You can't really like yeah. demand your own changes above that, even if they are necessary. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. The undercurrent like literally never changes. Mm-hmm. It's always like their way. I mean, that's what I've noticed. And I've only been here for like what three months. <laughs> Doesn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, 
um, I also want to like talk about, I know this is like something that maybe not a lot of people know of, but the topic of like um, helping to accommodate students on campus, Muslim students especially. Um, let's just talk about halal food versus, you know, food that's just, you know, not... Not halal. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes I look at the menu because like I get emails from, you know, MLP, Muslim Life, and... Mm-hmm. I s- literally see like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the only halal like food is soup. Am I supposed to live <laughs> off of clam chowder like the whole week? Well, I just tell me like, I'm literally so confused. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what goes through their like heads. Like, I don't know who's in charge of this, but can we have like some substance? Yeah. I'm not gonna get my vitamins. I'm sick every day from like clam chowder. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not white. I don't really know what clam chowder is. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even have to be diverse ethnic food. It just needs to be food. like there for me, halal food that I can actually consume yeah. and like live off of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it's, it's so like, crazy. It's like they they go off the assumption that like will like find our way and like will it's like how like they don't want to provide like tampons for female students it's like oh, like i mean you're gonna bleed and you're gonna need to like provide your own things like and then muslims like are gonna need to eat so they'll eat their own food like so why should like you know and it's like mm-hmm. they don't i mean we obviously will find our own food like we're we're fine yeah. with that but like they shouldn't have to rely on that yeah like you know, so. why am i expected to go to walmart and do my grocery shop i'm not independent mm-hmm. yeah no you're a freshman you exactly. know what i mean um but the thing is then you you bring up the topic of kosher food there's a whole center for that that's why they have their whole center you know what i mean because because being jewish has a list of accommodations that you know you'll need to do in order to practice your faith mm-hmm. right and it's kind of similar to, to islam you know what i mean like like okay halal kosher we pray they pray um we have our um uh uh holidays maybe not as much as a jewish community but we have a whole ramadan mm-hmm. um so like oh my god during ramadan like i feel like it's a whole month it's a whole month during the school year and it's going to get even closer to like you know being in like within classes mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. exactly finals this year it's it was last year too it's actually crazy yeah but but every year it gets back you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah so um like you know with time you'll need that kind of stuff you'll need that support like honestly if it wasn't from one of my other friends like for ramadan like i think like i don't know what i would have done mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they they the, what was it like the community provided like um pickles and cream cheese <laughs> Gosh, i'm dead they really yeah it's actually so sad it's really yeah i'm telling you if the jewish or christian community on campus had anything close to ramadan the entire campus would know and go to iftar I'm which dead. is like the time where we break fast that's very true see the like, entire campus would like stand in union like i don't understand why the like most the smallest of needs of mine cannot be met that's true that hinder me from practice practicing my faith like comfortably i'm still going to practice my faith but i'm going to be struggling through it when everyone else has com- accommodations that they need to and without a community the thing is oh my god like every time Ram- during ramadan like I'm just so excited every year because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like come iftar time, like you're gonna be with your family, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna eat, you're gonna talk. You know what I mean? Like it's such a good time. Like I, I get so happy um, when like I think about it. I'm just like, wow, like, like oh my god, all this good food, people in one table. Like, like I have a lot of very good Muslim friends like here and last year like i expected that to be like okay we were all gonna eat together it was gonna be a good time we would laugh we would like you know talk shit and it would be great you know what i mean hopefully not talk shit during ramadan no no no, 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 no. <laughs> of course no only halal only halal um but i was like so excited and like i don't know it wasn't like a letdown per se but it just wasn't the same i feel like coming here to where you have so many different types of muslim students like, like i think that's the 
that's the best way to build a community just to like have them all in one place and just be so strong together like the, the when i think about it i'm just like oh i cry bitch oh my god mm-hmm. literally it's so it's it's emotional mm-hmm. to me you know what i mean and, i mean yeah and, and and like the muslim community do, like there there is merit like the muslim community does like or like we last ramadan like we did like 20 of us would come together every night but like the fact that it's not organized and structured means it's obviously going to have its elements of exclusivity and it's obviously going to have its elements of like bad like not complete not perfect publicity and so like like i mean like we're, we're st- like i st- like we still like we still are like a vibrant community given the circumstances and we still we still do our shit but um yeah definitely the fact that it's not like as institutionalized or like as like incorporated as it should be like makes like add so many burdens and hurdles that like we shouldn't have to go through mm-hmm. i just want a place where black muslims asian muslims um arab muslims like queer like, muslims can go and queer muslims can literally go and like just break their fast like that's like literally all we're asking like can you th- think about how crazy it is like what we're asking is so small mm-hmm. it's not large like i i you can't convince me otherwise exactly it's not something crazy i'm not asking to go have iftar on the moon i'm, I'm trying to like have iftar like with an organized like community in an organized space and i just want more solid so- solidarity and like more structure to it that's it you know that's all and that's something that we need the administration to help us with we like we can't do that by ourselves mm-hmm. okay we need someone to put put in a helping hand and like help us have that like achieve that goal yeah and i think for our case why why the case may be maybe it's because of the stigma of muslims in america i don't know just you know putting that out there um but i feel like it's definitely something that we would have to take initiative in um to write a what is it a petition Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that and talk with administration but maybe it could be done i don't know i'm not putting my hopes down um especially with that nice um that nice big fund mm-hmm. just going up every year you mm-hmm. know yeah. i mean and, and a lot of the progress is recent like the like the fact that there is like some halal food and the fact that we have like weekly mm-hmm. emails like that that was fought for by our previous msa president like exactly. that that's not that's not like age old that's something you know like i mean it, like it was very amazing that she had fought for that but like it, it was only like last year that a lot of these changes happened so um mm-hmm. and it's yeah yeah. So, what are you guys like goals for the, this Ramadan? Maybe like if we mm-hmm. can get a space where we'd be able to all break iftar together every single day of Ramadan, or like having more uh, more nutritious suhoor options. Yeah, I mean all of the above. Um, <laughs> just just in general, we're addressing everything. Yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just you know have a space for, and also like communicate it well too. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know about some of the things that happened, and I'm a part of the MSA. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's just my fault, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like it should be a place where we like all like just come together, have good food together. Last year they did it a couple times, but maybe like I don't know. Ramadan doesn't just go from Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe something continuous for the whole month. Um, and also, like, no one, I don't know, like, last year, like, like for Sahur, like, I don't know, I just didn't really, like, get up to do it because I was like, I just don't know what I'm, like, I got up, I, I prayed a little, but then I didn't really eat anything, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, that was just me, though. Um, but, yeah, and also having, a, a, like, a more, yeah, just 
just every, a place where everyone to co- can come together and just do whatever, you know, just celebrate. Because that, I think, is the one thing that's unified between the Muslim community, taking how diverse it is, mm-hmm. you know. Question, um, did we have Tarawih last year? For anyone that doesn't no, know, there, Tarawih yeah, is like there was. nightly prayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. there, there were Tarawih. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I can't remember if it was every day. And a couple, I think most of them were student-led. Uh, and but yeah, like I mean, the community. I think the community, like given its resources, does a really good job of organizing mm-hmm. itself. That's true. It's just that. That's true. I mean, we're working with limited resources. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not saying that. Like I, mm-hmm. I see so much effort and mm-hmm. so much struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just need help with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, For that's sure. a Muslim experience. I feel like <laughs> it's always the Muslim community's got to band together to organize on its own, or else. Yeah. We're very often like forgotten, or um, or our needs are considered too extreme to be met. Mm. Um, yeah, and also like going on to another topic as well, um, the fact that like I think when it comes to Islam, it's a different religion in terms of the diversity in the community. Like I think a lot of people don't know that. You know, there are so many different types of Muslims. You know what I mean? There are black Muslims. There are Arabs. There are secular Muslims at me. Um, uh, there are so many different types of Muslims. Um, and I want to talk with you guys about, like, how, I guess, like, do you, do you feel that, that disconnect? What Were your eyes opened to sort of, like, these like you know how big the muslim community was like like what do what do you guys think about that um i think like me personally like i mean like when it when it's your own religion when it's your own people like i think you're a lot more willing to see diversity and difference it's sort of just like when you're when like when you're when you see people as the other like oh those muslims that i'm not part of like it's it's much easier for you to like box them in for like the simplicity of your mind like i mean like even now like i was talking about this with my friends like a lot of like the white moderates out there listening to these podcasts will be like oh i've heard these four muslim voices and now i understand the muslim struggle at princeton when it's like no like that's that's definitely not the purpose of this like conversation is Mm -hmm. to be like we're summarizing the muslim experience for you guys like these four voices represent everyone somehow like Um. no it's, it's just examples of voices that you're listening to and like you should like maybe try to learn from understand think about but like like i feel like people are quick to use things like even this which is meant to like raise awareness to like as tools to like further box and like form this like idea that they want to have and feel comfortable with and so it, i mean yeah it's like this like idea of like diver- like i mean i'm sh- i'm sure like we all struggle with like th- simplifying things. even our own communities sometimes but it's definitely a much bigger issue with like outside people um oversimplifying um, I mean, in terms of my eyes opening to it, um, I came from like a pretty diverse community back home. And um, one thing I did notice, though, is that like we seem to have like, and I feel like this is common in, in every, you know, group, but we split into like different cliques, mm-hmm. you know, like, and there's so much, I, I guess, like separation between them, like, and like I said, this just this for me this goes back to like the fact that we don't have a space. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I do notice the diversity and, and I do notice that we're not all, you know, best friends, which is normal, but like the sense of community is not as strong as I wish it would be. That's true. Also like personally though, like once I came here, like um uh 
like i'm just more secular right like i'm from turkey and like i'm just like you know it's like whatever like i'm more of a i'm more of someone who's like connected to the morals of the religion um and like yeah like when i come here like there are a couple people like a couple of like arab men that just like always like shit on me and my country's past and the ottomans and mm-hmm. oh they did this oh they did that and i could i'm just not i'm not here to and the thing is like i was there to like cook something for them you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's not the point like at the egyptians t i didn't want to say it i did not want to say it but at the egyptians literally um yeah like it's just like 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 i don't know like i'm one i can take a joke you know what i mean but the way they said it and the fact that they were just like these arab men and i was just like oh my god i'm so mad at you right now like every single time they bring up the same thing and it doesn't seem like a joke to them i'm just like how are you gonna blame me for my country and what they did and i could i could also you know like like it's just like it's just a more national thing for them you know what i mean it's not like a oh mm-hmm. you're muslim i'm muslim like we're brother and sister it's more like you're turkish i'm egyptian i hate you mm-hmm. um i see that i see that and i'm like okay that that doesn't make any sense to me but mm-hmm. go off i guess damn i'm sorry that, no, like, they that. like that's really yeah. ridiculous to me like and I think uh, that, like, part of it, like, maybe comes down to, like, size and resources. Like, I mean, like, there are 300 Muslims on campus, but, like, not, there definitely aren't 300, like, practicing Muslims. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, also, it's, I mean, like, all, all of the other religious groups, like, they have, like, so many subgroups, like, I mean, and, like, different, like, priests and different, like, groups that, like, they join, whereas, like, we're all, like, in one. And so, like, there's, like, this, like, dichotomy or, like, this, like, tension where it's like part of us is like you know this is my muslim community and like i I, like i there's so much of it that i appreciate but also there's also a part where it's like this is very different from like the muslim community i'm used to and comfortable with and like there's so many differences that i that i still have to work through and it's not like a space with people who are just like me it's a space with people who are like very different from me and like and so it's and also like i mean the fact that like a lot of us like want this muslim community like even though there's so much difference between us it's still like the strongest community we have like there's a lot of pressure for us to like merge in with each other like Mm -hmm. i mean it's like you know like you're very different from me but like i still like you're still muslim and like that's the that's like the identity i most identify with and so we should we should be like a community yeah because we're all minorities here Mm -hmm. okay like I'm sad to hear that, like, you were showed hostility because of where you come from. Yeah. Like, it's all because of ignorance, and it's all because of these cultural ideals. Mm -hmm. But, like, as a Muslim community, like, that is your brother, that is your sister. Mm -hmm. You, when it comes down to it, even if one is, like, more practicing than the other one, you know, it shouldn't matter, you know? The thing is, like, there is such a big stereotype on how a Muslim should look like. Mm-hmm. That I have so many other friends too. They're secular. Um, they're from countries that are more secular. They don't really practice that much, but they still say like I am Muslim. But they're so scared to join the community because they don't practice. They don't pray, right? Um, I see that a lot. Maybe that's also why like the community isn't as close together. Like when I heard that there were three hundred Muslims, I was like, where are they? Where are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. Um, and l- many of them don't really associate with the MSA or the MLP because. Um, may, like, because you know they they know the stigma. They're like, wow, like I don't pray. Like, what what is like what? How am I going to get close to the community if I don't even do the basic thing that most of them do? Um, 
I was scared of that too. Like if it wasn't for one of my close friends um, who was my quad mate at the time, like I wouldn't have associated myself with the community. I was never one to do that growing up either. Like we barely went to a, a jami. My dad would always say like, you know, get away from the community um, because they'll they'll hurt you um, if they know you don't like pray. They, they won't look at you as a, a real Muslim, you know? Like that's that's what I get a lot. Like are, like, like, are you a real Muslim because you don't pray? Um, because you don't like, like, um, like yeah, like just have this the, the the things that do the things that everyone else does or wear a hijab, you know. Um, so it's also a matter of taking that stereotype down and making everyone in the community feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish the sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I wish that people in the Muslim community, like I'm gonna expand this outside of Princeton, but I think that in the Muslim community, there's definitely this idea of um, like this judgment that happens a lot with all kinds of different groups and different topics i feel like there's this hierarchy of islam and if um and i think that if you're a practicing muslim you know like alhamdulillah that's amazing that you're you're you feel connected with your faith and that you're um you're bringing yourself closer to allah every single day and you're striving to it but be careful of um think of seeing other people who might not be on that same level of faith and assuming you're better than them be mm-hmm. careful with that mm-hmm. arrogance that's because, such a dangerous part mm-hmm. yeah yeah like Allah does not like arrogance Allah does not like be this self-righteousness and this idea that um that if you're if you're practicing or if you're very faithful um instead of inspiring other people and being an example for them so that maybe they might find inspiration in it and that might bring them closer to Islam. If you're judging them and shaming them for it, you're just pushing them away. And I don't think you're going to get rewarded for that. And also, um, to talk... Yeah, like, you guys know, I think we've all experienced it. It's just, there's always this sense of, like, this sense of if you're everyone feels like they're not doing enough and everyone feels like they're whenever they're around somebody else who might be doing more than them instead of feeling inspired by them now they're feeling shamed by it because there's always this sense of like whether you belong in the community or not depending on the if you meet these specific characteristics or if you meet what the traditional idea of what a muslim is supposed to look like or yeah it's very Mm -hmm. unfortunate yeah Mm -hmm. I won't deny that that's not true. Like, mm-hmm. judgment is so big. Mm-hmm. It's just sad to me, you know, because I know we're pushing for, like, this community and this place and everything, but, like, I feel like it's, like, it's so crazy. Like, Muslims need to heal themselves, you know, like, mm-hmm. first and, like, get rid of this judgment disease because, like, like you just said, you know, like, you can't, like, you're like no one is perfect and like it's sad that there's like this perfect image of the like best muslim you know mm-hmm. it's definitely not right so like as like a more secular muslim like what what has your experience been like after like you overcame the initial like fears and like impression so it's been just you know like me making really good friends um like yeah i may i may not uh do some of the things that they do so sometimes when they talk about things from the Quran, I'm just like, I don't understand. Um, uh, because like, I just, I haven't read it, right? Um, but it's just more like, like I don't know, there's just this mutual connection. Um, even though I don't pray, even though I, um, 
I don't really know much about the Quran. Like, like I just see like myself gravitating towards like my, my Muslim friends like automatically, almost. Like they, there's just this connection. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. I don't think I need to explain it either. But because we have the same faith, like we feel very comfortable and safe with one another. Um, and I find the, my community, like I've found a, a group of people that I'm just like, wow, like you know, like I love you, like I can't wait to see you again. Like there's just that sort of that's that's the sense of community that I feel like um, is uh, held together by religion, even though I'm not like the biggest um, like the biggest practicer of the religion. Because there's just a mutual understanding. I don't know what it is. It's like people who understand what you've been through and what you believe in. I feel like. Um, the Islamic faith has a set of like morals um, that everyone else sort of believes in and follows. And the things that I say sometimes sound stupid. I'm like, oh my, like I, I believe in energies. I believe in like peace and just just giving everything you have. And I feel like those types of things are just things that not only Muslims can understand, but I know a Muslim would understand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's things like that. You know. I love the Muslim community for that there whenever I, I personally wear a hijab and whenever I pass by another hijabi we don't know anything about each other <laughs> but we know that we're both Muslim we know yeah. that we love the same Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we, we both so we're all so submitted to the same Allah and we have the same set of morals and just from that one glance you know we'll smile at each other we'll say Assalamu Alaikum to each other and it's like we we'll probably never see each other again but for just that moment we had that connection exactly like i think that's one of my favorite parts about the religion just this idea of sharing these values and it's also this just genuine compassion and kindness and like wanting the best for everybody even if they've hurt you or they've scorned you Mm -hmm. you know like this is such a religion about forgiveness and about peace and um, even if others have hurt you, don't bring yourself down to their level. And so when I find myself connecting with other people who also believe in those same ideas of not just um, of not just like being being um, hateful all the time and just having this idea of like peace and compassion, it, it really inspires me. Yeah, that's what it is about at the end of the day. Um, just, yeah, having that sense of like, community and just having the whole the, the same morals that's what that's at the end of the day that's what like the religion boils down to um and even though we haven't practiced and my dad really hasn't been a big um um advocator to like to pray every day and all that like he's raised me on those morals like at the restaurant like he he um he always like if someone can't pay for something he's like don't worry about it just go eat like you know like you know like it just he it's 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 like it's those things that matter and that I feel still connect me with my religion, even though I don't practice. But yeah, exactly. Like you practice in your day to day habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's essentially the way that you like express yourself. Yeah, like I mean, you practice with your actions, like these, like five mm-hmm. times a day prayer and stuff. That's just like a way to make sure we remember to practice what you ultimately are trying to embody and practice, which is to be a good human and to be like to like carry like these values of Islam. I mean, like, I mean, I think like you definitely do practice by like that's the most important thing to practice i mean religion is ethics that's like one of the important quotes of the prophet like it's not yeah and like you pray five times a day to remember to be a good person not that is not what makes you a good person Mm -hmm. that's that's so true and there are still people that pray that um that just take it out of context that do the worst things Mm -hmm. and then that just doesn't become anything like the religion so i don't know at the end of the day boils down to ethics and unfortunately those who have set a stereotype for the religion um 
I just want everyone to know that that's not the case. Um, that's been said a lot in media and stuff like that, but just that's just not the case. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's sad that we even have to reiterate that over and over, but like that's the reality of it, you know. Because mm -hmm. if we don't, then like who who else is going to speak for us, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What are your favorite parts about like being a Muslim? I guess. Damn. You know, let's bring this back up. So we're yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, you know, like going back to that connect, the connection that you were mentioning. Like when I first came, that was like the first thing I sought out was the Muslim community. I was like, oh my god, like I want to see another hijabi. Like I was literally like looking for the nearest, like Adam, Yusuf, like Aisha. <laughs> like I just wanted to see something, Muhammad. you know, anyone, Muhammad. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, I found it so quickly, you know? It's like, like you said, we gravitate towards one another. And it's really like, I can't explain it. And like, that's what I love most. And like, I also love my religion. And I love the fact that I wear hijab and I love what hijab means to me. And I love like living by its rules because I, fe I truly feel like that's the best way to live, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it grounds me a lot of the time. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I literally make mistakes every day. But at the, the end of the day, at least I know there's still, like, mm -hmm. something that I can go back to and reflect upon and, like, strive to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Because for me, like, if, like, I wasn't Muslim, like, I would truly feel lost. I know that, like, I've only ever been Muslim, but, like, and I am so open to other religions and thinking about things in the way that others do, but I, there's still something that still pulls me. Even if, like, I go through these periods where I'm not, like, practicing as much as I should. I'm not giving thought to the things that I do. And I don't know. I just, there's this weird thing where if I try to come back, I'm, like, swept back in, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, that good feeling that I can always go back to. You know, it's really hard to put this into words. But, like, I feel so strongly about it. It's more about, like, emotion and, like, like this inward feeling, like, this inward peace like I can't really explain it you know mm -hmm. I'm just thankful that like I can still do that and that I have people like my friends who can support me and who understand and who have gone through the same experiences that I have gone through and like being like being a Muslim in college is hard there's literally like so many things that like um, tempt and challenge me every day and mm. it's so, so difficult. I'm 1,500 miles away from my mom, my dad, mm -hmm. and, you know, my family. And I'm trying to make my family here. I'm trying to find support here within the people who are, like, doing the same things that I am. We're all messing up together. We're all trying to go to Juma together. And I'm so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I just I can't explain how much, like, happiness it gives me. What are the, some of the, the temptations that you said come with? Challenges. <laughs> there's so college. many. Right? I can't even tell you. No. Like, there's so many, like, it's so easy to be, like, swept into this mindless, like, I'm going to party every weekend. I'm going to try the things that I never tried before. And I'm not denying and saying that I haven't, you know? Like, I'm not perfect, and I'm not, like, claiming that in any sense of the word. But, like, I don't know. I still feel like, you know, trying. I'm trying to to live this life like under these challenges and under these temptations, and I'm still trying to like 
and just go back and 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 like reflect on what I'm doing and see if this is what I want to be doing. You know, if my religion like says that this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, like how do I feel about that and how can I make how can I incorporate that into my life? Mm. But like, there's so many challenges. Like, mm. obviously, you know, we're not supposed to drink. We're not supposed to smoke. I don't think this is news to anyone. Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to like, you know, uh, party every day, affiliate with like the opposite gender <laughs> or the same gender. You said I said affiliate. <laughs> Let me just um, sugarcoat everything. <laughs> we're all halal here. Uh, no, we're not. I'm not claiming that. <laughs> Trust me. Um, all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, I don't feel bad about being Muslim. Mm. I don't feel like it's making my life hell. I don't feel like it's making my life boring. I feel like at the end of the day, I can go back and reflect, and I do feel better about myself when I do. Mm-hmm. When I, I feel so lost whenever I'm gone from it for a long period of time. It's so difficult. Like, I can't even explain. Honestly. No, I get, I, I get that feeling. It's like... It's like um, I, I find myself when I when I see myself having too much fun I'm like okay like like I don't excessively do anything but like when I like let's say I go out two nights in a row or something I just feel so bad I'm like I don't deserve this right now like my family's working what am I doing like literally these are the types of morals that like are grounded into me because of how I've been raised under these ideals and under these morals um, and it's just it, it's very grounding I understand where you're coming from now people always say my religion grounds me and I think I just realized that right now I'm like like because I always feel regret when I do something I feel like I shouldn't be because the Quran doesn't say like don't drink don't smoke it's more like if you do it you're not gonna what's, what, how's it gonna help you you know what I mean like you're not gaining anything from it mm-hmm. and it's not about like restriction it's not about you can't do this you can't do that no don't do it like God forbid it's more like if you do it just know that you're not gonna mm-hmm. end up getting any types of advantage yeah. any, you know what I mean exactly facts honestly there's nothing in the Quran like not a single thing that I can think of in the Quran that I've been told to stay away from or to avoid or for the opposite matter to to pursue as much as possible that's been bad for me or detrimental to my health mm-hmm. you um you look at so many of our practices that people say are extreme or are wrong and then you just look at what happens when other people who, who actually pursue those things, what happens to them and how much um, how much it's cost them at the end. And you're and I'm just so thankful sometimes because there are definitely certain temptations or certain challenges that for me I feel like, oh, I'm being left out when I don't participate in certain activities or I feel like, oh, this is a burden on me to do certain things. But then I realize after I, I've practiced and followed what I'm supposed to how much better it's been for my own health and my own personal happiness and sense of fulfillment like for Islam that's absolutely my favorite part the idea that for me the Quran and the practices of the Prophet are like an instruction manual to life Mm-hmm. And it's like you can follow the instruction manual and pursue and mm. pursue the best life possible, or you can try to figure things out on your own. But by the time you've made your mistakes and and learned from them, how much of your life has already passed? When you understand what you practice or why you practice what you do, it becomes so much more clear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure. When you're just doing things mindlessly, of course, it will feel like a burden or a chore. Mm-hmm. But like when you take the time to reflect and and like and that's not easy to do. It's, um, it's so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Like it, it takes is. constant effort to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, why? What's the purpose? Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, I feel like everyone can agree that there's so much benefit from it. 
Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and I think for me also, uh, Islam, every question or doubt or uh, sense of hesitation that I've kind of had about the religion, there are certain questions that I would ask myself, like, why is this this certain way or that? And I feel like you don't have to look too far to find an answer, ultimately. Like, for the for the vast majority, I would say, of the questions that I've had or doubts, I would ask someone about them or I would look into the Quran and I would genuinely find an answer that satisfies mm. me. It's good to question. Absolutely, you know? yeah. It's really good to question and doubt. Because if you don't question and doubt, it's it's not it's not gonna last. Exactly, it's just dogma at that point. Exactly, you, ha- you have to actually know whether these are your convictions or whether this is something that your parents just told you to do. Yep. you grew up doing it. You're like, oh, I guess I'll pray. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll fast. But if you're not really like asking yourself, what's the point of this? Why? Yeah, that's why I have a hard time. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I was raised following like certain like, okay, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. But like thinking like thinking about why I do it is what makes more sense to me. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like I've been really inspired by a lot of converts because you know if you grew up, some people grew up where they were told their families were terror, like they were, but they were told by their families that Muslims are terrorists and that they this is what they believe in. But when they went out of their way to do their own research and stuff, I feel like a lot of them have such a deeper connection to the religion because oh gosh, they willingly yeah. went into it. They inspire me so and much. And they took all these risks and all these challenges to, and made the sacrifices to go into the religion, mm-hmm. um, knowing that there would be you know, some kind of uh, challenge. And it's really inspiring as someone who just kind of grew up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And connecting it back to Princeton, like, because you, like, because you were, grew up in all the, um, this, is, this is even more of a reason why you need community. I think this is like a whole petition, to be honest yes, with you guys. I like, agree. this is even why, more of a reason why I need community, so that you can go back and when you do, when you're in those situations where you're questioning, when you're in those situations where you're tempted, you can go in there and just be like, "Bro, I don't need, I don't need to." Yeah. Like, relax. Exactly. Relax. Look at all these other people who are going through the, the same, same thing. things. Yeah. Just because we don't have a community and a space that's safe for us is why we feel like, "Oh my God, I need to go this to do this and this and this and this." I feel so left out. Like, everyone is doing this. Because it's true. The majority is. We are literally only 300 out of how many? About 4,000. I don't really know. But, like, all I'm saying is, it's so vital. We need a space. That's true. That's true. And, like, the thing is, like, I didn't think, like, like, when you are constantly surrounded by students that live a different way than how you've been raised mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think like i didn't i'm like I'm, I'm like more one to be like oh i'm not affected by that i don't think your influence is going to really like go on me but i do feel so left out like Absolutely. everyone talks about relationships everyone's talking about oh i'm gonna get trashed i'm like <clears throat> mm-hmm. well, should i be doing that should i be doing that mm-hmm. i don't know uh-huh. and you question like it's not one person it's everybody i'm around you know what i mean and it's like oh child college is like the the supposed to be the funnest four years of your life yeah. i i want to have fun but i don't want to have that type of fun and i can't find other people who are who want to have the type of fun i want to have exactly. you know what i mean i want to go maybe like take a weekend trip to philadelphia or or i don't even know like like just do something that doesn't involve all these things that i really truly believe do not get you anywhere yep and the stronger the community is on this campus the more people will gravitate towards it the more people will feel like oh my god like i have so much help like and support and i like oh my god i can't even express how much like 
it, it like it makes me so sad and distraught. Like I'm actually like heated. <laughs> like as, as soon as we leave this, I'm literally gonna r- start the like petition. Like we need we need to take action, and mm-hmm. I need we need other people to know so that they can take action as well. Exactly, yeah. and I feel like there's there must be even other people who might not be Muslim per se, but still follow those same morals and might still have those same challenges and values. And I think that we all should like out, even just outside of the Muslim community, just all kind of come together and um, share those things in common because I'm not gonna lie like Frosh Week I had such a hard time yeah Mm. I can imagine oh my goodness y'all got like 50 makashas like yo they actually banned like like Frosh from like the street at one point oh my god so funny I was dead as hell that was funny yeah like people would invite me out and I would kind of feel like this insane pressure to kind of compromise my own values Mm to to please them and then I would kind of turn them down per se and feel a sense of guilt for it Mm. for sticking to my own values and there was definitely times where I felt absolutely alone yeah wow no no student should feel that way no no student should feel that way and it's not like it's not like Princeton's message like is that or even like you know what I'm saying yeah like if if you have students out here feeling this way mm-hmm. like are you really doing what you're supposed to be doing it's a whole mental thing too yeah. it's a whole mental challenge yeah. you know what i mean and it really gets to your head because you're here 12 weeks yep. you know mm-hmm. what i mean 12 weeks is not a lot like a short amount of time then you come back here for another 12 weeks and some of us can't go home and some of us can't some go, of exactly. us are international some of us exactly. live two thousand miles away we can't go home every weekend tea. you know what i'm saying yeah tea. Yeah. I think I wish there were more initiatives on campus to offer alternative social events too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like this, I see that like in the the like some of those Muslim group chats, like mm-hmm. you have like upperclassmen making that that effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then again, I don't know how much. I mean, it's yeah, knows and about I mean, it. there there is black box and stuff, and like, but I mean, it's also a process of normalizing those activities, yeah. like not exactly. just having them, um, and sort of like making them like more accessible and fun like i mean yeah like i mean like i i don't want to like go to the street every night but it doesn't mean like i want to go and like play like i don't know like mario kart like i mean like there's like yeah. an in-between like you, you can you, you can have a really fun time without like i mean yeah yeah, yeah i know i see what you mean um okay cool this was a good conversation guys um Be- before, yes, before i ahead. finish i just want to like repeat the thing that like that i was talking about with my friends um that i think made a lot of sense to me it's like especially like to all the white moderates listening out there like um <laughs> the, fa- the fact that you heard four muslims talking about muslim life on campus does not mean you understand muslim life on campus like we're four individual mm-hmm. unique voices and there's so many perspectives and different outlooks and like i mean like i hope that this is a tool people use to like learn more and gain more insight but never a tool people use to like box and like label and like think like create this like image that they use for like self-serving purposes or whatever yeah um, yeah going off the last comment yes we are a vibrant community we mm-hmm. tried to get a couple diverse um mm-hmm. um opinions here today. We, we are diverse opinions yeah i agree i agree um but this is by no means it's at not, all. It's no means a representation of the entire Muslim community. No, there are yeah. what a near a billion 
Muslims on this world mm-hmm. in this world over a billion over, over a billion, billion yeah. mashallah um, yeah <laughs> we reproduce <laughs> yeah also, do we <laughs> also want to give a quick shout out to the Muslim chaplain Imam Suhaib oh my I God, we love really him. appreciate all the efforts that he's been taking to like bring the community together I love and to him. make people feel like they're part of something and he he doesn't try to shame or judge you for depending on where you are and your level of faith and also Arshid like thank you so much you guys do yeah. so much for yeah. us yeah. that's so true and, there's and their daughter yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's they so took cute. us into our arms like i still remember there was this one time where i went with like a couple of my like they invited us to our their home like it was i, f- I think that was probably the happiest I've, I've been here really yep wow when i spent five hours literally doing nothing but talking to them wow in oh their my home God. i was so so happy honestly he goes out of his way to have like lunch with the students he's had like one-on-ones we don't appreciate him enough Mm. i agree so honestly yes shout out to our chaplain he's amazing our imam he's awesome i can't express how much like we're so happy for you thank you thank you Mm. thank Thank you you. (laughs) okay well this was a great conversation guys um i'm going to end it with a quick shout out for our um social medias so follow us on woke wednesday's instagram at woke uh, wednesday's woke um email us at woke at princeton.edu if you have any concerns questions suggestions anything please um we have a twitter at woke wednesdays facebook get woke stay woke and our website is www.wokewednesdays.us thank you so much for joining us in this week's conversation bye (laughs) a laugh is or shall i say (laughs) 